<laughs> yes. So since the end of 2018, I have enrolled in AMC's A-List, which is a monthly subscription service where for $19.95 a month, more, a little bit more in bigger markets, but I don't live in freaking San Francisco, you get up to three free movies a week. For $19.95 a month, a, a full disclosure, I mm. would be worried about the coronavirus and going to the movies if I lived in New York, L.A., San Diego, Dallas, San Francisco, Chicago, Seattle, Phoenix. But I live in the middle of nowhere. And as one of my Twitter followers pointed out, every time I go to the movies, it's always empty anyway. Yeah. virus so... I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. I'm not. I'm understandably concerned. But I do understand yeah. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? mean? The, the last time I went to a sold-out movie in this town was Endgame. Yeah. Even when I went to go see Star Wars, the theater was half full. So I, I, I should be okay. Yeah. It's not like, there's, it's not like the entire town is going to come out and brave a, uh, a, a pandemic to go see Brahms the Boy 2 and Cats, <laughs> you know? So, I should be alright. Anywho, for well, now, but you also least, You also now. have to consider anybody else there. The ticket taker, yeah. the concession stand person, you know. Yeah. Also, AMC, I did get an email from AMC, and they said that, that number one, all theaters will be full at half capacity. So no more selling out an entire movie theater. They are keeping caps on the amount of people that are allowed inside of a theater. And also they have, they had, they had a massive list of high touch areas in the, in every theater, which will be uh, cleaned and wiped and disinfected hourly. Yeah. And it was the massive list. They're also doubling their, uh, uh, cleaning of theaters during uh, in between movies and so I feel fairly safe yeah that being said I'm I, I, I I'm hardly touching anything now that I'm going to the yeah. movies just to be on the safe side you know yeah and also Natasha has gloves if it comes to that you know yeah anywho this is the part of the show where I list the last three movies that I saw, and after a bit of tete-a-tete, a bit of back-and-forth, a bit of dialogue, I will pick my one and only movie pick of the week. So get ready for some great, uh, in, or possibly not-so-great, up-to-date movie reviews with Steve Stubbs of the Week! <laughs> That was pretty. Well then, Bunny, let's talk movies. This is roughly the 65th or 66th week of my A-list. I honestly lost count, but I didn't lose count with how many showings I have been to. I have just seen, at the end of this current week, my 177th show in AMC theaters, which I think is pretty impressive. Anywho, yes. this week I saw the following three movies. 
Disney Pixar's Onward, the Ben Affleck drama The Way Back, and Vin Diesel's comic book movie Bloodshot. What? Now, yeah, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, let's talk. Let's talk Rotten Tomatoes. First off, Disney's new film Onward has a decent but not as good as their other films, 87%. Yeah. The Way Back has a pretty good 83%, and Vin Diesel's new comic book movie has a paltry 34%. So this week's Rotten Tomato total is 204 out of 300, which isn't the best, but uh, as a gentle reminder, last week, which was Invisible Man, Brahms the Boy 2, and Guy Ritchie's The Gentleman, that one had 173 out of 300, so it's a yeah. step up as far as Rotten Tomatoes scores go. Now, yeah. let's discuss the two movies that were not chosen for my movie pick of the week. Number one, Ben Affleck's drama, The Way Back. Okay. Uh, what an original story. Never before has Hollywood dared to tackle the idea of a grumpy alcoholic man at the bottom of the barrel trying to find uh, uh, salvation in coaching a team of misfits in a sport. Never yeah. before has such a film ever been made. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What? The coach is alcoholic? What? The coach is divorced? What? He's coaching a ragtag group of misfits? I have never seen such a film. Yes. Yes. So anyway, so anyway, I was trying to avoid this movie. It came out a few weeks ago and I was just I didn't want to go see it. I hate bad fleck and I hate sports. And so I didn't want to go see this movie. It just seemed trite to me. But Ben Affleck, also, ben Affleck most... is is really it, is really like riding his uh his 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 own personal he had he had cred okay he had cred with yeah. me for quite a while for having started with Kevin Smith you know so yeah. I give him some leeway I gave I give Jason Lee some leeway except for the whole Scientology shit you know yeah but I give him leeway uh, you know, but what, he's you know what really fucking rubbing it thin. He's really rubbing it thin. Yeah, you know what pisses me off about Ben Affleck? I bet he doesn't even uh, return Matt Damon's phone calls. Yeah, douchebag. Yeah, like fuck you. So anyway. I, I wasn't going to go see it. I was going to actively not see the film. But I had seen everything else in theaters. And sadly, they stopped showing Knives Out. Yeah. So it's like... It's like... What am I going to go... What am I going to go see fucking... Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog again? Or should I see something new? And it's like... Okay, fuck it, I'll go see Ben Affleck. Well, I was right and I was wrong. There were some and really entertaining scenes. There were some parts that made me laugh. 
there were some really entertaining moments. And surprisingly, it was all the sports shit. <laughs> surprisingly, the basketball scenes and the scenes of him interacting with the players, the high school kids, and, and coaching them and trying to lead them, that was all great. The rest of the film is a trite, p- predictable melodrama that relies on you knowing about Batfleck's personal life because he's an alcoholic and he went to rehab and he got divorced from his wife and now he's doing this movie. And so it seems as if like all of the emotions of the film rely solely not on Ben Affleck's acting ability because he's not that great of an actor. So the emotional power of the film relies on you reading the tabloids and knowing the shit that he's been up to. (laughs) And not on a good script or great acting, you know, it's all on, (laughs) Hey, you know what Ben Affleck's been through, right? That's the emotional strength of the film. And that's kind of trite. Like, honestly, bunny, you could write 60% of this movie without having seen the movie. <laughs> just, just the whole fact that, like, he's an alcoholic. Uh-huh. He's divorced from his estranged wife. He, he, he uh, closes the bar every night. B- uh-huh. But he was a... He was the best player in basketball at his uh, school. And uh-huh. now the school's without a coach and they're, they're going to him. And, oh, can this alcoholic really try and uh, 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 bring himself up and coach this team? Like, oh, oh, y- you could easily write the majority of the film. Well, dude, dude. Take it direct, okay? Take it direct. Take yeah. Walter Matthau straight out of the Bad News Bears and pop him into the Affleck movie. Yeah. And it's like it's like the Bad News Bears 2020. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's a Hallmark wanna... movie. Is what it sounds yeah. like you're describing it to me. It's a Hallmark movie. Yeah. And it's, I would have liked to have and seen... It's just been, and, and this is surprising. This is surprising to hear coming out of my mouth. I would have liked to have seen a lot more sports and a lot less Ben Affleck. <laughs> dealing with, with his alcoholism. <laughs> the good portion of the film is him dealing with his alcoholism and not him dealing with the team. Yeah. And I never would have thought that that me of all people would have been like, God damn it, can we see more basketball, please? <laughs> can we get back to the sports ball? <laughs> so that's the way back. It's there's a reason it came out in March and not December. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And that's because Ben Affleck doesn't have the chops and this movie doesn't have the script. Yeah. To make it an award winner. So that's the way back. The second movie that was not chosen for my movie of the week, but almost was, was Vin Diesel's Bloodshot. It's based on a comic book about this guy and he was in the army and he was killed. 
and then he they bring him back to life as part of this science experiment and they've enhanced his body and he has nanites and now he's super strong and he can't be killed so he uses it to like hunt down the people that killed his wife and then like about 45 minutes into the movie there's like a swerve and you learn that actually the people that enhanced him have also have just complete control of his memories and so they have been using him to kill people for like five years okay and 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 they just keep rebooting him and changing the person who killed his wife and it's an interesting twist and uh it's it so it's like a comic book movie, but with this one tiny little thing changed in it, like that change does make things kind of interesting. But also it's a fucking Vin Diesel comic book movie and it's just, it's silly and it's dumb and it's stupid. And other than Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't know if I've ever seen a movie with Vin Diesel in it before. So he's just mumbling and flexing. I, it, de- it depends. I find Vin Diesel really hit or miss. You know, like, yeah, I really gave gave the Riddick series a try, and God, I hate those fucking movies. I really hate those movies. But the Triple X movies, I I love the fucking Triple X movies. Huh? And they're so so So, ridiculously stupid, over the top with the effects, the the action effects. It's it's hysterical. Okay, so so yeah, Vin Diesel's just mumbling and flexing. That's his entire acting range in this, and the end battle is just this CGI mess of Transformers quality. It's all ridiculous and stupid, but it's a nice, fun distraction. And isn't that what we're all looking for right now? Yeah, yeah. You know, so like I think your review of like the Triple X movies is basically my review of Bloodshot. It was a stupid, dumb right. movie, but it was fun for an hour and 45 minutes to just forget about how we're all dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I will say it's getting harder and harder to use movies as a means of escape. Like, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to the movies to escape. Because yeah. that that's what I do. Movies are a way to escape from reality. The lights dim and I'm able to forget about my troubles. And and oh the the previews are starting. Oh, it'll be so nice to forget about things. And then it's like preview number one. Push back until September. Preview <laughs> number two. Canceled indefinitely. Preview number three. The new Fast and the Furious movie, which will now be coming out in summer of 2021. Okay. And what's the fourth preview? Oh, it's a new World War II drama starring Tom Hanks. Oh. Oh, how great it is to forget about my troubles. (laughs) Oh, the preview for A Quiet Place Part 2 which they've pushed back until question mark. (laughs) Oh, it's so nice to forget about things. So it's getting harder to go to the movies to forget about your troubles, is what I'm saying. 
Yeah. I, it, I saw a movie yesterday and there were only about 20 people in this big, massive theater. And we were all just in our own little corners, just avoiding everyone else. But right before the movie started, one person coughed and every head turned. Yeah. And that was a bit that was a bit nerve wracking. I am really worried because I have extreme chronic severe asthma and I have the worst allergies in the world. And Oklahoma has is so goddamn windy that everything all of this pollen and, and everything is just flying in the air all of the time. And it's hard to breathe. And I have this body chemistry where I really can't take anything. Any allergy medicine is basically a roofie for me. Yeah. I just knock right the fuck out. So I am constantly coughing and clearing my throat and clearing my sinuses. And now I have to consciously try and not do that when I go out in public because I could be beaten up and killed. Yeah. As a brown skinned man of, of undeterminate, uh, 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 race I cannot do my normal coughing and clearing my throat all the time in public because some crazy ass white dude will beat the shit out of me and I'll end up in the hospital <laughs> so uh, fun times it's great to go to the movies to escape finally my Steve Stubbs pick of the week is the Disney Pixar animated film Onward Bunny okay. I will get to the review but like Quentin Tarantino says in the movie Four Rooms, my way of storytelling is kind of all the way around the world. And, it, you know, it, it's the journey and not the destination. We'll get to there. But yeah. I just self-censored myself on Twitter and I need to get this off my chest. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so starting in 2018, I had like 400 Twitter followers. Not a lot. I always know that that I'm a I'm a cult classic and not a bestseller. Right. You know, uh-huh. that's just me. That's just who I am. So I had like 400 Twitter followers, 450 Twitter followers. I didn't have a lot of Twitter followers. Then I was fired and I started tweeting about it. And then out of nowhere, I had over 2000 Twitter followers. And I and and I figured that eventually those people would all run to the hill. Yeah. But somehow I've managed to keep a lot more of them than I thought. Right now I have somewhere around 1,250 Twitter followers. And I thought for sure that everyone would take off, but a lot of people have stuck around and a lot of, uh, and I've gotten more now that I've been tweeting my AMC a list. Every time I go to the movies, I tweet about it. I'm getting people who are following me just to hear my movie reviews and to to see what I sneak into movie theaters and stuff like that. (laughs) So I have a lot of people that follow me on Twitter. And surprisingly, one of the people who follow me on Twitter, you know, a lot of random people are following me on Twitter. One of the people who follow me is a guy, I'm not going to name him, but he was the director of a VR short for Disney Animation and a lead effects animator for Frozen 2. Okay. He works for Disney Animation. And he retweeted you? No. For for some reason, one of the lead effects animators for Frozen 2 is constantly 
like interacting with me on Twitter. Oh, okay. And, and he'll like a tweet and he'll talk to me and I'll talk to him back and we go back and forth. It's not like, oh, here's this fairly big guy and he's following me, period. But here's one of the lead effects animators for Frozen 2. And he talks to me all the time on Twitter. And it took me a while to realize that like, that like, oh, I'm going to see uh, Onward. It's so nice to get out of the house. I'm so happy to be at the movies, but is this going to be any good? And I was going to go into this bit. So I tweeted like, is Onward any good though? And and then I sent that out. And then as I'm waiting there for the movie to start, I was going to go on this rant about how I'm really excited to see Onward, but I'm not sure if it's going to be any good. It might be crappy. It just doesn't seem to be up to the level of a Disney Pixar movie, but he 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 answered my tweet of is onward any good though with uh yes it's so good <laughs> i have so many friends who worked on that and i'm like oh fuck oh so it's like like what the fuck though like god damn it i don't think i can so then i saw the movie and i and i'm just sitting there in the car going Fuck, I don't think I liked that movie. Yeah. And somehow now you're you're like obligated somehow not to say it. Because the guy who made the film will get mad at you or some shit. Yeah. Like, God damn it. What do I say about Onward? So what I do is I have a routine. I go okay. see the movie. I go I go into the parking lot. I get into my car. I turn the car on, grab my phone, and text a re- and tweet a review. And I'll put the name of the movie in quotes and then in parentheses the year it came out. And then on the bottom, I'll give a review. And I and I had nothing. I had absolutely nothing. So I drove home without doing a review. And the whole time I'm like, shit, what do I do? What do I do? What do I say about Onward? I have no idea what to say about Onward. What the fuck do I do? What? What? So I got home and I just stayed in the driveway and I tweeted my review. And this was the review that I tweeted about Disney's Onward. Pretty good. And I'm sure my kids will love it. And then I tweeted a gif of uh, Clark Griswold from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation saying, Okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> and that was the entirety of the review. Now, if I'm now, I said I'm just gonna shit out a review, and then when I do the podcast, I'll be honest about it. And yeah. this is me being honest about it. The movie is just okay. And what sucks is that this is Disney Pixar. These are the people who made Toy Story, Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3, Inside Out, Wally, really good, incredible, fucking powerful movies. And so many of these Disney Pixar films are like life changers and like uh, like a defining films of, of, of history. 
my kids will grow up knowing these films as being the films that they loved when they were a child. And, and you see these films and you, 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 they're, they're emotional and you cry and you, you feel them. They, you feel them inside. That's every Disney Pixar film. Onward is fine. And it's, it's sad because you expect so much from a Disney Pixar film, but Onward is just, I don't know. It's right up there with fucking The Last How to Train Your Dragon, maybe. Um, Wonder Park, I guess. Uh, it's okay, but... I don't know, it, man. I'm, I'm kind of scrolling through to find out what the fuck Onward is right now. <laughs> yeah, like it's... That like deserves an okay boomer sound effect. <laughs> it it's Chris Pratt and Tom Holland, and they are orcs. Orcs or dwarves? I don't. It, it, uh, they're in a world where it, like Tolkien sort of shit used to happen a long time ago, and people had mad magic was real, and there were dragons and all of that. But eventually they created science and now all of these creatures live the same way that we do and no one uses magic anymore. And these two, like orcs or dwarves or whatever, uh, elves, I think they're elves, uh, their dad died a long time ago and apparently he found a magic staff and a crystal and gave the kids a spell that will bring him back to life for 24 hours and they fuck up the spell and only the bottom half of him comes to life so they go on a quest to find a second crystal and continue the spell so that they can bring their dad back and i would be hard it was very difficult for me to describe the plot because the plot just it's not exciting. It should be funnier. There should be more memorable scenes. I would have a hard time explaining to people what my favorite part was or, or what was funny about it. It's just, there's, it's not that great, you know? Yeah. It's just there. It's okay. I don't know. It kind of feels like Disney Pixar phoned this one in, and that's kind of sad because it's Disney <laughs> Pixar, for yeah. fuck's sake, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I expect more from them. This was just okay, and that's kind of sad. And then Amber's like, oh, I'm going to go see uh, Onward. And I'm like, yes, please. We can talk about it afterwards. <laughs> and, then she, and then she came home, and it was like it was like midnight, and I was half asleep. And, like, like I woke up enough to just go, oh, my God, Amber, Amber. What do you think about Onward? And she's just there and she goes, I don't know. I guess it was fine. And I'm like, I know, right? It was just okay. And I'm so pissed off about this. Every movie is this, um, every Disney Pixar film is this amazing movie. And then they make this movie and it's, I don't know, it's, it's fine. And that's really sad. It looks, it looks, <laughs> yeah. Just looking at the pictures, it looks very throwback. Like it looks like 
had Rankin and Bass evolved, they would have evolved into this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if Don Bluth was still doing, was still alive doing movies. Yeah. If we were going to do Santa Claus is coming to town again, you know, an updated version, we would use this style, I think. You know? Yeah. So I, I but I I don't know. It was kind of sad yeah. that that this wasn't better. I was just upset about that. Yeah. This film should be a lot better. Especially the whole science fiction, uh fantasy Tolkien esque thing. Like that's in my wheelhouse. And I was excited for this. And then I saw the movie and it was like, oh. Okay. Hooray. Like, honestly, I would rather watch Will Smith's Spies in Disguise. Yeah. Than this new Disney Pixar film, and that's kind of sad. But anyway, that's my movie pick of the week. Next week... Whoa, 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 one last thing, though, okay? Okay. Sorry, not to quite toot my own horn, but I kind of feel like looking at something like this, if you can have your style like that, I can have my style with Dr. Vornoff. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think what where I've gotten to with Dr. Vornoff with some problems, and he's still not done yet, um, could be competitive in this market from, from an appearance level. Yeah. Yeah, like... Like the animation style too wasn't anything to write home about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was all just okay. And that's kind of sad. But that's, <laughs> yeah, that's onward. Well, that's kind of how we've, that's kind of how we felt about cars, though, wasn't it? Uh, cars was kind of a flop when it came out. Cars grew on me. I like Cars now. I hate Cars 2 and Cars 3. The first Cars, like, 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 that one I like. Yeah. I like the first Cars. first Cars was good. Everything else was just kind of them phoning it in. Kind of shitty. But anywho, that's it for uh, Steve Stubbs this week. Next week, we're going to watch whatever's new, which sadly might include... A brand new uh, Christian film starring Archie from Riverdale. I don't want to go see it, but I might have to. I mean, it's either that or Sonic the Hedgehog again. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but dude, yeah. really, really seriously consider it. You know, I might, I might. So, uh, join us next week for more up-to-date movie reviews. With Steve Stubbs of the Week. And cut on that.